Yo, what up? Got another uh, pretty standard length episode, I guess, now. It's probably about an hour and a half. Um, uh, first hour or so is a little disjointed. There's a lot of um, venting, almost like a therapy session about what's happened to both of us this last week. And then uh, we also talk about what is, in my opinion, probably the craziest sports news story in a long, long time. Um, yeah, besides that, it's pretty standard fare, you know, tons of nonsense and a little bit of sports talk peppered in. All right, let's get to the show. Welcome to this episode of Stone Sports. I am Bert, and with me as always, I have Dubs. Say what up, Dubs. What the fuck is up? Okay, so how are we going to kick off the show today? I don't really know. We got a few things that I really want to get to pretty quickly, but um, really one thing in particular. I guess we could talk about what happened last week. I guess we could start with that, right? I was loud as fuck. <laughs> you were so loud, but that was, that's... Well, hold on. Let's start with... Have you finished your prescription? Yes, I'm done. Okay. Did we abuse it at all? No. Claps for birdie. I will tell you, though. I was on it for, let's, I would say probably close to, like, two weeks, right? And I will tell you, so it ran out on Friday. So that would have been, well, technically the last one I took was on Thursday. So it would have been... What, two days after we recorded? Yes, sir. And on fucking Friday and Saturday, bro, I was straight up, like, high school kid depressed. <laughs> like, like straight up, like, in my straight room. Straight teen angst. Yeah, like, blacked out windows, like, listening to, like, My Chemical Romance depressed. Avenged Sevenfold. I didn't actually listen to My Chemical Romance because I have self-respect, but, um... Ooh, throwing mad shade at the emo kids but uh yeah hey, i was like so depressed, we've all been man. there let's reel it in it took like <laughs> two days so finally like saturday night i mean i'm just like like literally like l- laying down in the shower crying depressed <laughs> you know what i mean and all of a sudden i was like dude you need to get out of this shower and you need to go run like right now you got to get some sort of happy chemical going and after that, I kind of bounced back a little bit. But, uh, yeah, it was rough goings for a couple days. I'm, uh, And that's the funny thing, right? Is like, now that I'm sober, I look back and I'm like, man, I, I miss cocaine. And, like, I miss painkillers or whatever it is. You know, actually, whatever it is. But I always conveniently leave out the memories of being, like, mega depressed. Like, the come down. I, yeah. always, I always remember the come up and the party. But I never remember the inevitable come down. Which is like just so terrible. <laughs> it almost makes it not worth it. I smoke pot. I drink. I've never done any hard drugs. I've seen people come down from hard drugs. It's not fun. It doesn't look fun. Yeah, it really, it really. I mean, and depending on the drug, it can be like way di- like ecstasy and painkillers is mostly just like. I had homies I'm like sad. not coming to school like after a party on the weekend and then they come in and they're like yeah i was too depressed to come in yesterday yeah yeah Came down from drugs it's like oh jesus but like like you know the hard the hard hard stuff like the the crack and the heroin and stuff when you come down off that it's like 
it's re- it's a whole different animal because you're like sweating and sick and like it's like cold like it's really bad um it's really bad so i'm point I'm, is it's bad yeah it's point bad. is it's bad drugs are bad okay yeah don't take <laughs> drugs they're not good for you um smoke pot yeah that's all you need to do that's all you really need to do um oh my god I, there is another thing i wanted to talk to you about uh yes, remember mythic quest that show we were talking about mythic quest hold on let yep. me turn a light on it's getting dark in here Okay, there we go. That's better. All right, so I'm watching Mythic Quest last night. I come home, my brother's watching it. And I sit down and I watch it with him. And it was going to be one episode, it turned into like five. But I noticed something. <laughs> There's an yeah. HR rep in the show. And her name is Carol. Carol! <laughs> and I was I like, to Carol I looked at my brother and I was and like, I, said, Carol! I was like, holy shit, bro, the HR rep's name is Carol. And he goes, yeah, I know there is no Carol in HR. And I was like, holy shit, that's such a dope-ass little, like, Easter egg they put in the show. There is no Carol in HR. They named the HR rep Carol. Charlie, not only do all of those people exist, but they've been asking for their mail for weeks. (laughs) I love the the way he delivers the line, oh, we can't can't be fired because we've already been fired. Like, the way he delivers it is so good. A couple pink slips came in the mail last week. I sent them halfway to Siberia. It's so good. Um, yeah, so let's talk about what happened. Barney, uh, get this guy a cigarette. Let's talk about what happened. Yeah, let's talk about what happened last week. So, hey, you were way too loud in the beginning of the show. Because I was high and f- I guess just somehow like fucked up the volume, like the levels. Yeah, not my fault. No, was it's not, not your fault. I was screaming into my mic no. for anyone wondering. And in the, in the text, I like copped to it pretty immediately. I was like, dude, I was probably just really high and fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I, I was... <laughs> But um, today is going to be a little bit different, man. You in on a little secret. Yeah. Played the intro to that episode. Like, obviously, I'm driving around for work. I have it playing through, like, through my radio at work or in my car. I'm driving. Get through the intro. Music plays. Nothing. I, like, pull into a parking lot for where I'm delivering to. It was, like, a business. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden, I'm just screaming in my car while I'm outside <laughs> delivering to people. And I was like, fuck. I forgot Birdie said the audio was fucked up. And I just like hear my speakers blowing out in my car. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, you know, it's just look, last week was rough for me. I was on painkillers. I didn't have my nicotine. I've got my nicotine today. So maybe I'll be a little more lucid. I don't make any yeah, promises. For anybody also wondering if it seemed like Birdie was up and walking around in our last episode, he was. He was looking yeah. for a vape like the whole episode. Yeah, absolutely. Like, <laughs> but anyway, you know, maybe chalk I'll that be... up to painkiller, Birdie. That's not this Birdie. No, not at all. This is that was Bert Bacharach. This is like less, um, less stupid Bert. Still stupid, but just less stupid. Yeah. Um, a little wiser. Than yeah. you were last week. Yeah. So not only was all that happening, but then I think that was, I think I did an A, not a one. So B, part B, is <laughs> let's get to the oof, which is centered around the me, really. Second part of last week. Which Jesus was fucking Christ, dude! You may have noticed the episode came out last week. Came out late last week. Jesus Christ, dude! So let's walk. Let, let me walk you through it. I'm working. Here's our oof of the week, ladies. Yeah, I'm working. It's Wednesday. It's about four o'clock. I'm editing. Everything's going great. I'm working. I'm editing the show at the same time. Everything's going great. I'm having a good day. 
And then all of a sudden, the internet just dies. And I was like, what the fuck? So I go downstairs, and there's these dumbass motherfuckers power washing my house. And immediately, I'm like, god damn it. They did something. Like At first, I thought, okay, they, maybe they just plugged some piece of equipment in and overloaded the breaker where like the ba- the battery pack thing is for the internet, you know? So I go yep. looking at that. Nope. And I keep trying to figure it out. And they power washed my ONT box, which for anyone who knows anything about internet, the ONT box, for the people who don't, is basically the box that really powers the internet in your house. It's normally outside. Sometimes it's under your house. You'll notice it if you look for it. These people just straight sprayed it and fucking fried my ONT box. So I call Verizon. And, you know, I get on the phone with the representative. And they're like, yeah, we can't send anyone out today. We could send, we can't send anyone out tomorrow, but we can send somebody out on Friday. And I was like, okay, bro. So then Friday comes around. And they don't show up. And I call and they're like, yeah, um, we can't send anyone out until Saturday. And I just, lo- dude, I can't, uh, like, here's the problem, bro, is you could go to any internet service provider in the world, but they all have this, that same shit where they just like, they're going to get to it when they fucking get to it. So they know that they have you over a barrel because you could be like, well, I'm oh, just going to go to Comcast me, or I'm going to go to wherever yeah. I'm going to go to Cox. No, no. But they're like, you don't go to Comcast because Comcast can go fuck themselves. Dude, too. literally all of them. Like I've spent many an hour on the phone with Comcast representatives. They know me well. Yeah, exactly. And like, but the problem is like, they know that everyone is just as bad as they are. So they know you're not actually going to do that. So they yeah. just do whatever the fuck they want. Oh my God. Oh my God. I told you on my the phone, I have not been that angry with, in yeah. years, dude. Oh, like, yeah. in years, dude. My mom can't deal with Comcast, so, like, I'm the one who deals with them. That's, like, one of the things I fucking deal with every time. And, oh, my God, it's a fucking process every single time. Yeah, it's a nightmare. It's just all it is. It's a fucking them, nightmare. You know what else is a nightmare? Is if you have an Amazon package that, like, doesn't get delivered or something. Really? I've never had that happen. Dude? Knock on wood. I, that was the last time I've like screamed at someone over the phone. Yeah. And like, okay, see, that was, and I, like, that I was know the I can't, part. I know I can't, but like, I just couldn't control it. I was like, who the fuck is going to help me that? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's like, okay, that's what happened to me. Like, you know, I work in essentially what is a call center. It's not really, but it basically is. That um, was actually for the microphone for this podcast. Yeah. Oh, right. Right. And like, <laughs> I fucking... I call him and I'm, I'm getting pissed and I'm like, look, dude, I basically do what you do for a living. I don't want to be on this end of this phone call. Like, this is not what I want to fucking do. Like, can you just right. fucking help? Like, just give me something, bro. Like, but eventually I just lost it. And he, they were like, well, you know, well, and the thing is I need my internet to do my job, you know? And so I'm telling the guy, I'm like, fucking bro, like. All right, now this is two days of work I've missed. Like, are y'all motherfuckers going to pay me $200? And he was like, oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, really? You're going to give me a $200 check? And he was like, oh, no, I misunderstood you. And I was like, yeah, what the fuck, bro? Like, ugh. I'm also the person that, like, if you start, if I start to get the vibe that you're not going to help me, I'm just like, give me your manager. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did. I do that sometimes too, but, like, I don't know. It's just, it was a whole thing. And I, someone needs to, like, we need to start our own internet company, like David Bowie. Tried my to favorite do. line is, "Can you redirect?" My my favorite line is, "Well, can you redirect me to someone who will help me?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do that all the time too. I'm like, "Well, is there anyone that can help me?" 
You know, but I think we should just start our own internet service, bro. And just have it be like impeccable service. Have you shitty internet, first... but impeccable customer say, service? Okay. Was, have you listened to the first 30 episodes of this podcast? Horrible internet quality, but impeccable <laughs> customer service. We're going to be on it. Like you, you give us a phone call and be like, I would love to get out there today, but I promise you it's still going to be shitty. <laughs> yeah, I mean, dude, like, there are entire companies that survive on that kind of shit, though. Like, their yeah. product is doo-doo, but the customer service is good. Like, Chick-fil-A. <laughs> you know? Let's be honest. Like, I eat at Chick-fil-A. Well, I don't – I try not to because of the whole, like, anti-gay stuff. Like, that really pisses me off. Um, I think I've had Chick-fil-A once. So – If the, ever. You know – I may not have. The thing is, the customer service is not, like, amazing – but the, the thing is, they'll have, like, 60 cars in the drive-thru, and you'll be through it in, like, 10 minutes. Whereas, like, you know, you go to a Wendy's, and there's, like, 20 cars in the drive-thru. It's going to take you, like, That's 30 fucking hour. minutes. Yeah, you You're know like, I, mean? I could have gone and sat down and got Like, I'll food. give them that. But the food is not that good. It's kind of shitty. It's not that good. Like, I'd rather eat at Popeye's, dude. Or Bohangles. But, um... Yeah, but if you go to a Popeye's, there's a chance you might get fucking spine busted by the yeah, <laughs> Well, no, I'm not gonna get death because I'm not gonna say some racist shit like that old lady did. True. I'll be I'll be fine, bro. But that old you lady might if you go to Popeye's, you might have front row. Yeah, exactly. Some guy spine busting old WrestleMania. <laughs> um, he gets the Arn Anderson leg lift. The crowd fucking yeah. pops. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that video was crazy as shit, dude. Yeah, did we do that favorite. as an oof was that like an early oof i think it was before the show started was it it might have been it might have been the chicken sandwich war was before the show started yeah and that was like right when the chicken sandwich war popped yeah, off because like one of our first fucking episodes you were in the intro you're like i guys I've, i'm late to the chicken sandwich war but i've yeah. got my answer yes yeah so it was definitely before the show yeah, yeah. damn damn Cause that was a crazy video. That would have been gold content. Oh my for the god, show. that was a crazy video. I fucking love it. All right, if you haven't seen it, yeah. fucking please Google Popeyes fight man slams woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it'll pop up. All right, can we please get to the thing I want to talk about really badly? Yes, and, yes, you, and you know what it is. I do know what it is. What the fuck is this, dude? This is like. It's like some weird Netflix documentary that pops up out it's of nowhere that be, nobody has any idea about. You know what I mean? And then everybody's it's like, gonna what be the, the fuck? Next fucking 30 for 30, dude. Right. Or it's, it's literally like Tiger King. Like nobody knew any of that shit. And then all of a sudden Tiger King just existed in the world. And then there's just a like <laughs> deep fucking rabbit hole that you didn't know existed. Yeah. Like as soon as you like sent me that at first, I thought, honestly, I thought it was a person's name. And Bishop then when Sycamore. I, yeah, and then I guarantee I, my dad did too because right before we started recording, I texted him and I was like, "Dude, you need to Google." I said the same thing to him that I did to you. I was like, "Dude, you need to Google Bishop Sycamore." And we were just talking about fantasy football, so he's probably like, "Who the fuck is Bishop Sycamore?" Yeah, like <laughs> he like Googled it and he was like, "Wait, what's going on?" And then I called him and explained it. He was like, the whole time he just kept going, "Oh." Oh yeah, he thought it was someone. <laughs> yeah, as soon as I googled it, I was like, "Oh yeah, of course it's a school, you dumb asshole." But is like, it? right? <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? It's super weird. It's so super me, weird. Let me go through this. Yeah, please, please. Break I have it down. a bunch of notes. Some of them not in order, but here we go. 
Either way, Bishop Sycamore. They were in a nationally televised game on ESPN on Sunday night. They, uh, for all intents and purposes, they are a high school football team. They played against the number one high school football team in the country, IMG Academy. IMG Academy is super famous. They're in Florida. They just pump out, like, pro athletes, basketball, football, baseball, everything. If you are going there, you're going D1 for athletics. Right. Somewhere. Um. So Bishop Sycamore lost 59-0 to IMG Academy on Sunday night. Comes out <laughs> at first, like during the broadcast, ESPN was like, this is like the broadcast was like, this is wrong. Like the roster they had was not matching up with the players on the field. Like some kid got hurt. They didn't even know who the fuck he was. What? So <laughs> then starts the deep dive. Right. Um, all right, so hold on. That's the setup. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, all right, so let's let's break through some of the information that has been found out, and then I kind of have some opinions on the situation in general. So, okay. So kind of break that down for me, because I got a little bit of the information, but not a lot. Let me, all right, let me start with the players. Yes. So... Come to find out, most of the players playing in the game are not high school age. <laughs> they are older. Right. Most of them have played in junior college games over the last few seasons, meaning some of them are like 20, 21. They went out, got absolutely fucking whooped by this high school team. Granted, number one high school team in the country. And you know that high school team right now is so hype. You know yeah, they're, they're like, all we just, just like a bunch of fucking adults. Yeah, like let's they're all just like let's goes are flying around like crazy. Like everybody's just saying let's fucking go with their so, shirt off flexing. Yeah. They've been doing it for the last like, you know, few days. 18 hours. Yeah. Like it's just gonna happen for the rest of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Flex on them boys, get it. Not not saying I necessarily agree with that move. But I'm just saying, you know, I know high school football players, or I did at one point in my life, they're doing that right now. Especially NFL caliber ones. They're all going, oh, let's fucking go! <laughs> like chugging protein shakes. <laughs> so multiple players over 18 years old. The roster they gave ESPN doesn't match up. Players on the field are wearing weird fucking numbers. The jerseys are, like, mismatched. The, some of the helmets aren't the same color. They're fucking... <laughs> Like they have one little tiny logo. It's like just a, a mess. It's just it's a, a mess. mess. It looks like a mess. You're like you clearly see that game going on, and you're like, something is wrong. Here. Yeah. It, yeah. Exactly. The um. So the team goes. In, the investigation sort of starts after that. Like teams start. People start deep diving them after, like during the game, <laughs> after the game. I come to find out. That they have been outscored 342 to 49 and haven't won a game since the start of 2020, which is the furthest their record goes back. What the fuck? I did not know that. The players they were recruiting were like basically given the promise that they would have dorms. They would like have 
when they were traveling and they'd have shit paid for. That wasn't the case. Nothing was paid for. Uh, they have one coach or one player, um, Judah Holtzclaw. His dad, Ray Holtzclaw, was interviewed about this whole situation. I reached out to him, said he had already done too many interviews. No problem. Either way, Ray Holtzclaw says that he had to pay $2,500 in fines for unpaid rooms for his son. Holy shit. So, like, they and plane tickets and shit, they would, like, fly. It's uh, based in Ohio. They had players from all around the country going to Ohio with the promise that they were, like, a huge school with, like, recruiting networks everywhere. They had, they had a bunch of people going to D1 colleges. Not the case. None of the people on the field against the high school team the other night had ever played D1. Like, every single bit that they went through was a lie. Um, multiple. They, had, they played a game three days before. So this was their second game in three days. Multiple players on the team played offense and defense in both games on two days rest. The coach ducked all of the questions after the game. He just said that they want to do better. Like, they were all like, what the fuck's up with the roster? Like, who are you? What's happening? He's just like, yeah, we just got to go out there and execute, you know? Just like typical sports fucking interview. Comes out that the coach is in several lawsuits. Again, uh, he has uh, multiple warrants out for his arrest, supposedly. Uh, Lawsuits against him include fraud, not paying back loans, giving out false loans amongst others. Uh, like I said, he had players going cross country saying that they'd have things paid for only to show up and not have rooms paid for paying for own plane tickets going across the, like shit like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A goddamn mess. Yeah. You know what it's like, dude? It it's reminds me of the fire festival thing. It's exactly like that. Yeah. It's they just gave, like a super like, con. It's like high school fire fest, but yeah, they fucking had these kids go down there to Ohio. The yeah, I'll get into the building and shit now. So the building on their website, which their website's been completely wiped. There's not like it's just blank. Yeah, but the building, the address that they had listed on their website is like their campus. Mm-hmm. Was a sports complex that had like batting cages, like a gym, a field, shit like that. Like employees working there, not a school. People called that place and they're like, um, you're listed as the school's campus. And they're like, uh, uh we are. <laughs> we don't have like the only thing we have is like a group of like 30 or so kids that come in once every couple of weeks and work out and then they leave. Oh, my God. The other address they had listed for their dorm rooms went to a library at a college university. What the fuck? The phone numbers all went nowhere. The emails went fucking nowhere. Like, it's, it, I, <laughs> I don't know, dude. One of the biggest fucking scams I've ever seen. But they have these kids playing like they have a full schedule of games this season. Like, I know a bunch of teams have pulled out since this whole thing is broken. But like, I I was looking at people's Twitters and shit to see if I could get anyone on the show to talk about it. Right. And like, I there's a bunch of kids on there with like 
the high school in their bio, like football player. I posting shit about the game, like their football account is retweeting shit about the scandal. Like I, <laughs> I'm just amazed. I'm baffled. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be a thirty for thirty in like five years, and everyone's gonna fucking know about like every detail about it. But it just broke this morning, really. It's so crazy. Here's the thing for me, man. Like here's the thing that I just. I'm always blown by on in these things is how does it happen for so had, long? So, and the other thing I forgot to mention, ESPN did not schedule. They say they don't schedule their games. They have a separate company doing it. Uh, that company is called Paragon. Okay. So apparently they outsource like their scheduling for at least high school games to this company. So ESPN's trying to say it's not their fault. Either way, whatever whoever went through the rosters, whether it's ESPN, Paragon, whoever, they yeah. clearly didn't check. Like no. you could have done any background check and realized that not, like nothing matched between the roster they were given and like, and then you could have Googled and gone deeper and been like, wait, what the fuck is going? That's on what here? I'm saying. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, there's dude. clearly just a complete lack of. I just people doing their job like people are gonna get fired over this. Oh, one mil people have already been fired. And the reason I even found like the first thing I saw about this today was I saw somebody tweet that the coach for Bishop Sycamore, the guy with all the fucking losses yeah. and shit, was fired. Yeah, and I know. I, I like, saw it too. Yeah, I quote tweeted it and I was like, seems like the open warrants are more of an issue if you ask me. Yeah, but like. I I don't know, man. Yeah. How, like, how, how does that even matter? Like, fired from what? Yeah. It, <laughs> no, it, it, it doesn't matter at this point. But, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's crazy because, okay, if this had been, like, the first game or whatever, and they, that would be an even more impressive con, to be honest with you, if they somehow pulled that off. That, so, of I could understand how, you know, it happened. But you said, like, 2020. Yeah, this been has been playing. going on for a fucking almost and two years. Pretty, I'll let you in on more. I found an article of, with a supposed former player. Um, I had his name. Boyd. I didn't write his first name. But uh, he was on an interview with, I think, Bleacher Report. It was somebody big, something credible. I, like, I checked the source. I was like, who the what? fuck interviewed this guy? But anyway. He was saying that he was a player there 2017, 2018. Shut the fuck up. They were going under a different name. Oh. But it was, like, literally the same shit. The, like, yeah. addresses were the same. The fucking, like, uh, everything the same except the name of the school. And then but they, like, like got here's... shut down or whatever because they weren't, like, people caught them doing this shit. And then they, like, changed the name and are doing something else. But, like, here's the shit that I'm talking about that, like, blows my mind, bro. Is like, okay, I just, I can never understand. That. This has had to have happened, if it's been going on since, like, let's say, even 2020. We won't even go back to the 2017 shit. We'll just go 2020. Aaron Boyd. Complex. There you go. That's who we interviewed. Most of the people, there, there's been more than one person burned by this situation. And none of them have gone to the cops? You know, like, I just, I don't know. Like, how does this always... It's just crazy to me that like shit like this happens. It's it's the same thing when you hear about um 
you know, Firefest, or you hear about fucking even like, you know, certain like murderers, like they keep doing it because people just don't say shit to the police. Like, I, I don't know, man, the shit is crazy to me. I just don't here, understand how it keeps going. Let me uh, read you some of what Boyd said here. Yeah, please. Boyd said he was recruited by then COF Academy coaches after that was the name before coaches after attending an adidas all-american camp they made the program look legitimate with brochures plans presented to he and his mother and even said that the school was set to appear on a netflix show similar to last chance you which follows a junior college football or basketball program each year great show check it out um though there's obviously no indication that bishop sycamore which claims to be a high school program would ever be involved uh they told us we're going to be the img of the midwest they lied to me and my mama boyd said he says there's no campus building. Players stayed in a hotel in the town of Delaware, 30 miles north of Columbus. They soon discovered that the housing wasn't being paid for or even built, as the program's coaches wrote, bounce checks for everything. It is unclear if he was referring to Roy Johnson, the coach at the center of the scandal, or another coach. Boyd said that the education portion of the school was non-existent and that he never took a class. One day the team was taken to a library, but that was the closest thing Boyd could point to. He said that he wound up having to redo his entire junior year after the fiasco. We didn't go to school. We never went to school. I can't lie. They tried once. They took us to a community library one day. It was like already October or something. Like the season was about to be over. It was like at this point, well, shit, I'm not going to school. Y'all haven't put me through school the whole time. Why am I going to start now? That's fucked up, man. Most people were already out of high school, so it didn't really affect them. I know me and this other kid ended up at a rival high schools, and they, like, obviously played again later. So that shit ruined a lot of shit. It's sad to see. I wouldn't say all the players are Juco. I know some kids that are seniors in high school, and now their senior year is gone. That's how it was for me a couple years ago. It's just sad that they're still doing this. My junior year is taken away from me. Everything I did my junior year didn't matter because I was on a fraudulent team. That's fucked up, dude. Boyd claims that after leaving the hotels, the team's 35 players moved into a set of houses for six weeks where everyone had to sleep on the floor because they didn't have any food paid for. He claims that the team had to go rob uh, Kroger's, Walmart, anything that we could get into because that's the only way we could eat. What the fuck? Dude. It's Firefest, the football program. It really is. And like and I'm I'm naming the episode that. Yes. Like <laughs> It's just it's so crazy. And what's really crazy is like I wouldn't think of that as a con. You know what I mean? Like it's really dangerous because you think of cons you think, you know, some sort of pyramid scheme, normally some sort of like pretty straightforward investing kind of thing going on. But to like use what? A sort of child's education as a con is is not only like really sly it is incredibly cold and like really fucked up to do super fucked up and it, that's to me it seems like that this head coach this roy johnson guy is the one at the center of everything because he's the one that seems to have the shady past he's apparently been caught for domestic violence before like i said he's got all of these fucking lawsuits against him yeah i mean for now it's safe to assume for now it's safe to assume that he's the one at the center of it you could find out later that there's like a big fat cat somewhere else right but was paying for everything right right to me it seems like this guy was like this is how i can scam my way into some money 
I'll go play a bunch of fucking high school football games, like throw this fake team together, like do all the backing, have make it look make it look legit, and then pocket all the money from like the TV deals and shit like that, and all the money for tuition and shit like that. But the fact it went on for as long as it did, when like yeah. ev every check was bouncing, and like this kid Aaron Boyd says this is going on in like 2018. Yeah, exactly. Like under that, a different name. Like how didn't shit get done then? You know what I mean? That that's and yeah and and then uh, how is this guy cool with just going on national TV with like all? Well, of okay, this that's that's another <laughs> thing I wanted to get to. Like that is that thing, right? Of like you hear people talk about it all the time in like true crime that that narcissism thing, where it's like they they just think they're smarter they than don't even else. yeah it's the sociopath you know slash psychopath like mentality like it doesn't matter i'm smarter than everyone else like i will be able to pull this off you know but like, like yeah i get that but like i, said, I know like, everyone looking at that game could have gone something's wrong here and well, then you do a google search and all this shit comes up <laughs> right but see like that's the funny well okay funny is the wrong choice of words but like that's the the other part about it is they all think that but then you look at it and it's so poorly conceived and put together. Like Firefest is another perfect example. Like, you know, that dude, I mean, he kind of had a little bit different situation because nothing needed to happen until a certain deadline. But that dude like made no attempt to like, you know, make it look like a nothing. legitimate festival. Like literally no nothing. You know, like that's how it always goes. And that seems like this, like he got, he did enough to like get the players to go. Go right, there, and right. that was it. Yeah, and it's, dude, what the fuck? And then, yeah, he lucked out because nobody was doing their fucking job at this Pentagon place or whatever the fuck I said it was. Paragon. Paragon. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's probably doing their goddamn job at the Pentagon either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but man. Paragon. Yeah, fucking. Yeah, see, that was the you part know what I mean? for like, me. He just like... lucked out into all of these fucking things, and then now it's just like yeah. a whole national scale because it got onto ESPN. Yeah, he just took advantage of people until he got to a point where, you know, he couldn't hide. And But, like, yeah, the other thing that blew my mind is when I was reading the articles today is it's ESPN. It's not, you know, some shitty local sports <laughs> station. It's ESP fucking N. It's not WKSN5. Right. It's ESP fucking N, dude. How does nobody do the research? Like, what the fuck? By the way, that stands for Wichita, Kansas Sports Network 5. Nice. Home of BTK. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Woo Shock. <laughs> it's a callback. Uh, yeah, that story is just fucking bananas dude another part of it too yeah like uh, one more thing i forgot to mention and then like a couple little uh summary i guess yeah but anyway the part i forgot to mention they couldn't even be qualified as an ohio like uh, an ohio high school like accredited like yeah ohio yeah. high school athletic association whatever the fuck it is they couldn't be it because they don't have like the only thing they do is football you have to have two sports per yeah. season and they don't fit the criteria so they couldn't even play in ohio that's why they're going to florida and going to all these places ohio probably caught on to their shit and was like yep yeah, now they're fucking you know fuck them 
they, they don't oh, get to play here Jesus but they're just going Christ. all over the country making these kids fucking and like it, if this boyd kid story is real and there are people going on there like that had their senior year fucked over and shit like that especially if they had actual like recruiting aspirations if they're going to go yeah, to and like talent right like that that's fucked and the other part of it is if like one of these fucking 22 year olds goes out and hits some freshman on a team and like breaks his leg right i mean you know if if someone does have talent you can you know try to get on a squad even you know through not recruit like i have some friends that did that with hockey you know that like took a year away because they had some family medical issues and then right but either way know, went and tried out for stands. a squad yeah it's still fucking shitty i'm not trivializing i'm just saying like you no, know, know, those I people still you. have hope right. we could take some solace not all is lost yeah but it like what's fucked to me is like the kind of and i didn't really contextualize this when i was reading about it originally until we started talking about it just now is the sort of like child abuse angle of it you know, of like taking these kids and basically taking them from their homes, not giving them really a proper place to live that's paid for. And like we said, that's not them, like know? we said, that's not the whole teams. A lot of them are out of high school, but like there are right. some kids on the team that are not. Yeah. And I mean, dude, even, there's minors on the bro, team. Like, you know? you know, I know that you're younger than me, but like even still, man, if you're like 20, 21, like you ain't a full grown ass adult. Like you're no, still a I kid. You know what I mean? Like, and I don't, I, I don't mean that completely. like some people are full grown adults by that age, but some people like emotionally are still children. And I don't mean that. I in agree the sense with that of, completely. Like, their emotional intelligence, but I mean, their like emotional capability of taking care of themselves. You know what right. I mean? Like they still need someone to take care of them. I mean, shit, I'm fucking 33 and I sometimes still need someone to take care of me, but <laughs> you know, to like that abuse angle of it, like I didn't contextualize that when I was reading about it today. And then we started talking about it. Like that's so like, that's so fucked up. Like, yeah. It's so fucked up. Like, it's so, like, immoral. And, like, this Ray Holtzclaw guy that, like, went with his son to go play, like, go watch his game somewhere. And, like, they sh shows up, doesn't have a room paid for, paid for a plane ticket to go to, like, this fucking game that now he doesn't even know if it's happened. Like, yeah, like. That sucks. He's yeah. got to pay all this money out of pocket because, like, he just straight got lied to. That's so, Jesus Christ, that's crazy. That is nutty. Well, we're going to have to keep covering that story as it keeps developing. Oh, for sure. I'm Lord. like locked I in mean, on honestly, it. Honestly. Like I said, I messaged a bunch of people that I could find around the situation to see if they could come on the show to talk about it. Had a couple no's, had a couple no responses. So Yeah, I'm sure at this point in time, nobody wants to talk. It'll probably, yeah, exactly. You know, I kind of thought the same yeah, thing. You know, it'll probably be later on people really want to talk. But, I mean, honestly, this might be like the craziest sports story that's happened since we started podcasting bro it's up there for sure it's fucking crazy i mean i can't really think of anything like this like insane it's just it's not like it's just completely outlandish <laughs> like you right think. that's what i mean like it's you know most of the stories we've covered are like like you know, i found out about this at like maybe one o'clock today i was on my shift till four and it was like all i thought about and all i read about the rest of my shift <laughs> Right, you know, like, we've covered some stories that were tragic or, you know, um, big news in the sports world, but this is, like, a whole nother level. There's, like, crime involved. 
Like it's you know it's yeah, bro. It's, it's, it's gonna be like it goes straight to the top, bro. Central in a few years, bro. <laughs> this shit will be everywhere, and it broke today. Yeah, Stone Sports is here to talk about it today. Yeah, that's right. Being journalists for once. Okay, look at us. So we got all that stuff out of the way. Forty minutes uh, in, I think it's time to get to the normal sports stuff. Sounds good to me, man. Okay, so let's let's stick with some football. And yeah, let's we'll, start with the we'll NFL today. Keep yeah. it on topic. Yeah. So uh, what's uh, what's the NFL news of the uh, week, Dubs? Can I start with Madden? Yes, please do. <laughs> Hold on, before you do that, I I want to kind of set a, a little bit of a stage. So when my internet went out, I called Dubs and literally just yelled at him and his girlfriend for like ten minutes Dude, about how pissed off I was. Rips eighteen. Yeah, and, and <laughs> he was rich. I guarantee you, Dubs <laughs> will tell you that we've known each other for what, probably three or four years now, and I've never been that angry in the entire time we've known each other. Like I've never done that. Just like yelled for like twenty minutes. No, <laughs> no, I don't think so. Like I've snapped here and there and been like, "God damn it, why are you late, bro?" But I've never like I've never done that. Like I was fucking floored, man. So then I'm talking to Dubs, and then Dubs brings up Madden. So go ahead. Dubs proceeded to yell at me for about five minutes about Madden. <laughs> All right. So Madden 22 <laughs> came out on I can't August. Believe this shit. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> came out on August 22nd, I believe. Maybe the 21st. Either way, I pre-ordered it, bought it a few days before. I had Madden 20. Hadn't bought a Madden in a couple years. I was not going to. Yeah, why did you? Why did you? I had a couple friends tell me Madden 21 was a lot better than 20. And they said actually, they were going to revamp a lot of things that were wrong with 21 and 24, 22. So I had not high hopes, but I expected the game to work. I think that's fair. I, I, I like, I think all of this, well, I didn't play the new NBA, but like the newer NHL is way better than it's been in a long time. UFC games are getting way better. Like a lot of the sports games are just getting better. So UK that's fair. Madden suck. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But yeah. Go so ahead. yes, I wasn't going to pre-order Madden. I wasn't even going to fucking get it. Yeah. I was just going to live with 20 and have it suck. But you took a risk. Occasionally. You took a risk. I got a little excited. I had a little <laughs> buzz going and I saw the pre-order thing on my fucking PlayStation. And I was like, oh, right, Madden 22 That's how out. they get you. Commercialism. Well, let me Google some stuff. I went through. I saw a lot of the fixes being talked about that I wanted for franchise mode. That's all I fucking play. All I play is franchise mode. I don't give a fuck about anything you else. Never, you, don't, you play online sometimes against Meech and shit, don't you? Even, well, when we were playing, we did, like, a game or two here and there. But, like, when we were playing Madden pretty consistently, like, I was probably a year ago now, we were doing an online franchise. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, that's all I fucking play. I assume that's what's getting fixed. It's going to work better. So, I pre-order the game. I get Madden. I can't really play it for the first couple days because it's my anniversary of Selena. Hanging out, doing relationships. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Thank you. Yeah. We were having a good time. Fucking went out for food and shit. Went out to that arcade we talked about. I thought you were just going to leave it. I thought you were just going to. We were having a good time. Fucking. (laughs) (laughs) Just putting it out there. I was like, no, oh, boy. Anyway, 
I was I wasn't I wasn't like trying to play video games for a couple days, you know? So I'm not yeah, like paying attention to shit. Absolutely. I finally sit down to play it. I'm like, "All right, I got some time for Madden. I'll fucking try it out." I make my team, my franchise. So like I just did that for the night. It was like maybe 2 hours. I didn't play play a game. Next day, get up, play a game. I lose. I was hot. I'm sorry. I, yeah, I lost. I lost. <laughs> no, I won. I fucking won. Yeah, for sure. Game, I won. Sure. We'll give it I to you. I played a bunch, so I'm trying to like put them in order here. Uh-huh. I, the first game I won. Okay. I come out of the game. I think my mom might have called me or something. I went downstairs. I come back up and I realized that the score. Like, it just says that I had a loss, and, like, I had skipped the week already, so I was on the next week. And I was like, wait, that's weird. I won that game. And I was like, maybe I exited before the game was over, and right. it, like, cut my progress, and then I advanced. Or, like, sim the rest of the game or something. Right, and I noticed that the score was to zero. And I was like, well, I definitely scored, so that must have been what happened. I was like, oh, I must have just fucking quit early and fucked it up, whatever. Shit happens. But then... Played dun, my next dun, dun. game... Won like forty-one to ten, big win. Go to the fucking post-game screen. I lost uh, ten nothing. <laughs> I went, what the fuck? I went, that's not supposed to happen. I looked at the stats. Everybody has zero stats. I'm like, wait, what the fuck is going on here? I start googling. I get on a Reddit thread. Come to find out. There's a goddamn glitch with franchise mode where if you make an offline franchise and don't have an extended, oh, sorry, offline franchise in general, you do you play a game of franchise mode, doesn't matter. Score just gets set to zero. Enjoy your game. Enjoy franchise mode, you piece of shit. Have fun playing offline by yourself. <laughs> He's still you salty can't. about it. He's still, salty still mad about it. About it. I would so be I too. So I spent like four hours making that team or whatever, two, four hours. I fucking delete that team because I can't use it. Go make a new franchise online because I hear that you can play online and it doesn't do that. Only if you have an external hard drive, which I have. But it's still not working. It's working. Now I have to deal with the other glitch that's in franchise mode where you just get disconnected from the EA servers randomly. You get booted out of your game back to the main menu, have to re-log back in, and then go back into your game. Saves your progress. You get to finish the game. I just get kicked out like three or four times per game. And, and I'm going to say the same thing here that I said to you on the phone. I don't understand. Okay, Madden is not Red Dead Redemption 2. It is not GTA 5. It's not oh, even no, fucking, it's not, Birdie, it's not even let fucking me get Super to the Mario real, Odyssey. Like, l- let me get to the real kicker. It's not. You're re-releasing the same game. You want to know how I know? Because I accidentally turned my audio settings on when I opened the fucking menu. And you know what it said, Birdie? What? And I quote, now opening general settings for Madden 2019. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, how are you re-releasing an old game that's still broken? <laughs> it's still broken. I know. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, but see, to me, okay, people flip shit when it's like Red Dead Redemption 2 or Cyberpunk or whatever it is. 
I was going to say to you, it's like cyberpunk. Right, but the difference, bro, is like cyberpunk is this massive game. It's this massive right. open world with all... Like, that's the thing I feel like a lot of the people don't understand. The general population don't understand. Is when you have this massive open world and you have to code this whole thing, there are so many variables that can contribute to any little bug literally anywhere in your game when it's that big of a world and you have all these different factors in your code that have to, you know, mesh and coexist. Whereas with Madden, really the only coding that has to go on is your menus and then the actual in-game. And that and environment what? is the very small. you're doing to the gameplay every year is like adjusting it. Give yeah. me new technology, shit like that, because you already have the basis for it, and you've released it every fucking year. Right, so year. all you're really doing is restructuring your original code. The real issue is sports games need to release every two years, not every year. Yeah. I only buy them every two years anyway, and they still don't have fucking updates. Like, it's just a roster update. For sure. Well, see, that's the thing, though, about, like, that's what I'm saying, like, NHL and UFC, like, in the recent versions like i just played the most recent ufc with my brother ufc's released four games in the last 10 years right they've all been good yeah well they're they keep and nhl like keeps like updating what you can do with your shot like there's all sorts of crazy skill shots you can make now so like yeah. that that to me is like cool like all right cool that's worth it i can do a michigan now in the game like that's totally worth it to me but like madden like even 10 years ago i was like dude like what have you changed here you know like it's like dude honestly even nowadays not much has changed since the days of like quarterback club on fucking n64 <laughs> you know what i mean like it's just ridiculous it's and, a graphic update and a roster update. right and what i don't the understand last big thing they put in the game was superstar x factors they were broken right. still broken the last big thing before that was like aggressive catch and run after catch and like possession catch like you could do different shit instead of just what the computer allowed you to do right but it's just like but like either way that's fucking two things since madden 16 and it's not but dude that's like not even my point my point is like there's so like it's not this massive undertaking how can you release a fucking madden game and have it be full of bugs how the full f of bugs that is literally I... you just didn't give a fuck that's yep. what that is you literally just did not fucking care so that's more small bugs i've seen birdie to a tug of aloha right-handed or sorry is a lefty throwing right-handed in animations in game he's a lefty but all the animations he throws right-handed <laughs> that's mean, a fun one what i the saw fuck uh you can't trade when you do it with like in franchise, you go through the, like the trade menus. You don't have an option for right tackles. You can only it's like two options for your left tackles. You oh yeah, you told right me tackles. about that. You told me yeah. about that. Super fun. I want to get rid of two of those motherfuckers. I just have to cut them. That's so fucking stupid. That's so fucking stupid. The best. Like Jesus Christ. And we're like two weeks now removed from the fucking release. And no patch. Week and a half. Uh, one patch didn't fix any of the franchise shit. Well, well. People keep saying it's up next. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll all see. right, all right. So I hope we don't have to wait for the first fucking roster update for that because that usually doesn't come to my birthday, and I'm not not waiting another goddamn week. 
All right, all right. We've done about 20 minutes of anger on Madden. Let's get to the actual sports news. The sad part is I'm still going to go play it when this is done. <laughs> I feel you. I, I feel you. I played all of Cyberpunk, except I didn't really have any issues. So, I mean, the one issue I had is my dick disappeared for like 10 minutes in the game. And then it came right back. So, yeah. Mine disappeared when the first glitch happened with Madden, too. <laughs> all right. All right. So, the real football news of the week. What's going on? Uh, final cuts were today. That's a big one. Huge roster moves going on today. A bunch of fucking cuts, finalizations, some moves. I want to mainly talk about the yeah. QB battles. Uh-huh. Well, I want to start with one's not a battle anymore. No, it's not. I want to start with that one. <laughs> uh, I'm so Cam glad. Newton. Yes, Get let's go. Fuck out. Right? We're done. Yeah. All fucking set. Wrap that shit up with a bow. Don't need him anymore. Send him off to free agency. Send him off to Canada. I don't give a fuck where he goes. I'm done with Cam Newton. Yeah. That being said, the boys are buzzing. The Mac attack. The Mac 10, the third coming of Jesus Christ, Mac Jones, McCorkle, is going to be starting for my New England Patriots this season. Yes, I am behind it 100%. I'm still not confident that it's going to be like fucking gold, but I I'm thinking still, 10 wins. I still think it's the right move. I'm I just, thinking 10 wins and a wild card berth. Yeah, I just don't think you need Cam Newton. Like, we don't. I mean, it, 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 I don't. Jones I don't really know. But is him. is he like? Would he be like a good sort of like mentor? Because he doesn't seem like that kind of quarterback to me. He does not seem like that. Kind you know of what I mean? Like, if he, if to he, me person, he preaches team, but to me, it seems like it's all Cam. My yeah, dad said this too. That's just what look I'm at his saying. celebration. He pulls out the Superman. It's fucking all about Cam. Yeah, I I think it, I that's how. And I could be wrong, but that's like the vibe that I get. And if he's not going to be it's like, I get. if he's not going to be a good mentor for him, then you don't need him around. And he, and if he's going to be pulling shit like he been pulling, then you don't fucking need him around, bro. Like it's genuinely, just that what I genuinely think happened was that Bill went to him, said Mac Jones is going to start, but we'd love to have you as the backup still in case it doesn't like things go south. And he went, nah, coach, I think I can start somewhere. You might as well cut me. And they're like, all right, cool, we'll cut you. I mean, the truth is, he's probably not wrong. He probably could start somewhere. But, Maybe. I mean, he I had a better, he looked, to give him credit, he did look better in this preseason than he did last season. Well, my thing is, like, I'm not even necessarily talking about skill level, I'm talking about, like, his namesake. And here's the thing, like, I think in sports, namesake still counts for something. Like, there's some dumbass GM out there who's going to take a chance on you just because of who you are. You yeah. know, in pretty much every sport. I, I can't no, think of one true. where that's not going to happen. Um, in the NFL, that doesn't just get you a starting spot, though. No, it doesn't. I agree with you. But, like, he'll at least get a – I think he's not wrong in the sense that he might be able to find another job somewhere, you know? Agreed. So I don't necessarily disagree with him there, but I fully support the decision to cut him, even if that wasn't the case. Even if Cam wanted to stay, I still think yeah. you cut him loose. 
Because Agreed. I just don't I'm think fucking... it serves your team anything. You know? Nope. I'm done with him. I've been done with him since last season. I'm all in on the Mac attack. Yeah, I, I actually am too. I'm not really a Pats fan, but you know, if I was, that's where I would be too. I'd be in your camp. The best part about Mac Jones is we didn't have to give anything up to get him. Yeah, absolutely. This fell right. It fell right laps. to you. Yeah, like that's so fucking beautiful, man. Like, also, I am becoming less sure this is true, but from multiple verified Twitter accounts last week, I saw that in the last play of Gi- uh, our eleven on eleven against the Giants, Mac Jones stiff armed over James Bradbury and yelled, "Hold my nuts." <laughs> after a 20 yard run <laughs> uh, okay all right dante hightower also said he's been reading the defensive playbook after practice every day and has been like i know the offensive line of the patriots and the defensive line of the giants got in a fight at their combined practice and jones ran with both of them nice nice okay that's my qb1 but yeah i give that move an a plus that was my for sure that, yeah for that, sure that uh, qb battle next on the list we're gonna go to my total extreme we talked about this last week uh if you want to hear my reasoning from that go to the end of last episode where we were talking about the situation but andy dalton over justin fields f minus yeah yeah we're in agreement there we're in yeah. agreement last week. We're in agreement this Justin week. Justin Fields should be starting. Yes. Bottom line. Yep. Bottom fucking line. Absolutely. Uh, next up's the Saints. Jameis Winston over Taysom Hill. I gave a B minus. Yeah. Winston and Hill was a foregone conclusion to me. Um, I always thought Winston was going to start. I said that, I believe, on draft night. Uh, yeah. Uh, either way. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like, even when there were like rumblings about it a long time ago, you were saying that. Yeah, I think Winston is far better at QB than Taysom Hill, and this is the other part to it. Taysom Hill plays a ton of roles in New Orleans' offense, while Jameis Winston plays one quarterback. Right. Right. Hill can do a ton of different things, and you can still get usage out of him and Winston, and you still have Taysom Hill behind Winston, forcing him to make every throw count. Right. You have the guy behind him keeping the pressure on him. Yeah, keeping the pressure on him. And if anything goes wrong, you still have your backup plan. I, right. I you know, that's fucking and like solid I said, point, dude. The big, like, you can, they use him as tight end, receiver, running back. Yeah, maybe, like, exactly. You can, he's, you can use him like a utility guy, basically. Right. Even yeah. if Winston's the starting QB, Taysom Hill still Whereas you can't way. use Winston, like, in that way. Correct. So, it, yeah, you're absolutely right. It's a smart play the big brain play now the only thing they're questioning is the contract they gave Taysom hill because they paid him like a yeah yeah low end starting quarterback yeah i remember that yeah (laughs) next up this one isn't completely set yet but it it is right garoppolo over lance the 49ers i'm actually grading this one probably higher than you expect b plus that is higher than i expected I was expecting like a C minus. So Jimmy Garoppolo, I think, is done in right. San Francisco. Right. Trey Lance is going to be the guy. However, through preseason, he's shown flashes, and that's all he's shown. 
Like that first game he played, everyone was swooning over that one pass he had. It was like sixty yards. You mean Trey Lance? Moving to, yes. Just to clarify, not Garoppolo. Yes, Trey listeners. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He was moving to his right out of the pocket, like fifty yards over a defender into the basket of like a running receiver for a touchdown. I was like, if that's the ceiling, that's a pretty fucking solid ceiling. But he went right. like five for eleven that game. And and we've talked about it before, like you know sometimes. You have to remember that, like, the coaching staff sees things that you don't necessarily see and may have a reason for doing it, and they may be just trying to cushion them and build confidence, you know? Agreed. So Trey Lance going into the draft was viewed as more of a project and a day-one-ready quarterback, and if Garoppolo isn't going to be the guy, his trade value right now is as low as, as low as it's ever been. Doesn't he have, like, an injury, too, of some kind? Like a minor He did one? last year. Yeah, okay. He had like a, it's like a, it was like his finger or something, right? Yeah. I remember reading something about that at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's currently full health. Okay. Okay. But yes, he has had injury issues the last couple seasons after that contract that the 49ers gave him. I think if if you can get Garoppolo out there and playing well, while you have Trey Lance sitting, it can raise his trade value up a little bit. And if a team with a QB goes down, you could flip him mid-season. Or in the off season or something, and still get a little bit of value out of him, and playing him is going to make that value go up. While Trey Lance, I still feel like I said, is not ready yet, even though he will be the guy there. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I agree with you. I I think it's a it's a simple thing of he's he's just not ready yet, and it would be a bad move to put him in not ready. So, yeah, yeah. Two more here. Start with uh, Jacksonville. Okay. Trevor Lawrence is named the starter over Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew was also then dealt to Philadelphia. Last week, Urban Meyer said um, Trevor Lawrence hasn't completely edged out Gardner Minshew. He's a competitor, blah, 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 blah. Like we talked about in several other episodes, that's media manipulation. He was raising the value up on him to get rid of him. Clearly, he just dumped him to Philly. Which, personally, before we get to the QB battle here, I really like Minshew in Philly. Jalen Hurts hasn't proved that he's the franchise guy yet. He's in a position to, but he hasn't yet. Having a guy like we just talked about um, before with Winston and Hill, having that guy behind Hurts is going to push him a little bit. And Minshew's a guy that, like, he started and he's played well. And you could chalk up some of his shortcomings this far to what's been around him. Right. If you get him in on a team, Philly's obviously not ready to compete. Meach will tell you that himself. But I, I don't know. I just like him better in Philly than Jacksonville, and especially like Lawrence was going to be the guy. Yeah, that, in, ja- that in Jacksonville. Yeah, exactly. Like if, if Urban Meyer went with anybody else, it would have been you would have had people questioning his leadership there far too early. Bro, we'd still be talking about it years from now. Exactly. You know. It, it would be that much of like a Remember bombshell. Trevor Lawrence came out, the Jags got him, and they had him for fucking Gardner Minshew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, would be exactly. that much of a bombshell, dude. Like, the, Yeah, and then Urban Meyer got fired a year later. You're like, that's. Yeah. No. He didn't want that. Was that was a shoe in, man. It wasn't going to happen. And Philly, too, like the last decade or so, they've always had two quarterbacks pushing each other. They right. had Vic and Kevin Cobb. Right. Then they had fucking. Falls and Wentz. Right. 
Like now they've got Hurts and Minshew. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Philly that's... fans are also going to remember, like, they're very quick on, you're not performing. Yeah. Let's get the other guy in there. So I think it's a good situation for Minshew, too. Yeah, I, I think it was the win-win. I gave that one an A-plus as well. Yeah, I, I, I think so. I mean, I think it's something that teams employ a lot. Um, You got to have, like, if your job is just safe, then, you know, some people will get lazy. Right. You know? So... Some players you have to motivate that way. God, sounds like a goddamn garbage truck backing up over here. I can't hear it. Fucking. You need. God damn it. You need to take your meds, bro. <laughs> Somebody knocking again. <laughs> uh, last battle here. Yeah. Denver. Teddy Bridgewater, edged out. Drew Locke. I, I give this one a C plus. I agree with it, but I'm a big Bridgewater guy. I like Bridgewater and I don't like Locke, but I just, I feel like Denver is far too talented right now to not have a franchise QB. Fair. Fair point. Fair. It's a fair cup. But then and to play devil's advocate to myself, there's also teams that go out and draft the quarterback before they have anything else. A la the jets with Sam Darnold. Right. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I like Bridgewater. Um, so I, I, I mean, I'm not going to necessarily say you're way too low on that grade, but I'm just saying like, I like Bridgewater. So I don't necessarily dislike the move. I agree. Bridgewater's good. And I would definitely take him over lock. Right. I don't think he got a super fair shake in Carolina last year. At all. I think Denver yeah. is better. But on that same note, he really didn't impress in Carolina. Right. But as we talked about, like, I I don't think he got a fair shake either. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. This is the and true, this is that. the true test. That's, yeah, that's if my this opinion. doesn't work out. Yeah. It's done for Teddy Bridgewater. I agree. If it doesn't work out, I'm out. I'm out on Bridgewater. Fair play. Yeah. All right. So, uh, any other football stuff you want to move to baseball? We can get some baseball. Okay. So, what is this Mets shit, quote unquote, that you want to talk about? Are you talking about the thumbs uh, down thing? Yeah, I'm talking the thumbs down. <laughs> thing. You got Javi Baez out here giving your fans the Batista. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I was kind of perplexed by the whole thing. I was just like, okay. And then did you see his fucking like explanation, bro? Yeah. I was going to say, did you see his quote? Cause it wasn't yeah, good. It was so fucking stupid. Like I was like, dude, just admit that you were being a dick. You know what I mean? Like just admit that you were being fucking like Franco esque. Like just, admit I have it. the quote. Yeah. Please read it. I have it somewhere on my phone too, but it's going to take a second to get to it. If you've got it. It feels bad when I strike out and I get booed. It doesn't really get to me, but I want to let them know that when we have success, we're going to do the same thing. To let fans know how it feels. They gotta be better. I play for the fans, and I love the fans, but if they're going to do that, they're going to put more pressure on the team. I mean, the thing is, I I don't necessarily disagree in a, in a way. I, in a way. Like, 
Okay, so let me give yeah. you my take on yeah, it. Yeah, please. Completely unbiased. Yeah, please. Mets fans should not be completely booing their team when they're 63 and 67 or whatever the fuck they are. Right. A little, a little much. Yeah. They are underperforming. You guys made moves to be better than you are. Yep. I get it. Yeah. On the other hand, the players should not be giving a fuck what the fans are saying. Agree with you. You're a professional athlete. You're in like sports mecca. And if you're biased, you're getting paid a shitload of money. Yeah. You know, you're not some like yeah. utility ass, like no name guy. You're getting paid a fuckload of cash. And if you're saying, and like his whole explanation, you're saying you don't care. You clearly do. You're giving them the thumbs down. Right. Exactly. It's I, clearly bothering you. What, what, my thing is like, I do think sports fans, maybe if it wasn't bothering you, you wouldn't be slumping. Right, right. And I do think sports fans in general, but particularly New York sports fans, I think Philly does it too. Um they they'll hate real early. Like we do it to an extent. I'll yeah, take it. Yeah, you do. Yeah. But it's like, you know, not nearly as bad as Philly or New York, but we do do it. Right. Another parable to this situation was last season with Mika Zibanejad on the Rangers, right? Like, you know, he had COVID right before the season started. And I think he scored like maybe 10 goals in the entire first half of the season. And everybody's saying, trade him. He's a bum, trade him, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, dude, this guy started the season with fucking COVID, you know, like just relax. And give then, him a minute. Yeah. And then you give him a minute and he scored like 30 goals in like a month, you know, like it's, I just think like sometimes fans are quick to be like, he's a bum. He's a bum. It's like, no dude, like you have slumps. It does happen. I don't know if we necessarily need to be booing this guy to this level, but at the same time, like shut up and take it, you know, like you're getting paid a shitload of money. Like nobody's out here calling you like, unless somebody did call you like a really horrible name, in which case go at him, you know, fucking Mike Milbury style. I don't know. Have you ever seen that footage when Mike Milbury played for the Bruins and they like jumped into the stands and like, beat oh, yeah, the shit yeah. out of the fans and stuff. Yeah. yeah. yeah you know, like Riley's somebody... going crazy. Yeah. If somebody says some shit to you. That's like, you know, get fucked, you know, Terry get fucked. Like, taking off his skate. to like Yeah. A oh yeah, absolutely. But like, you know, at the same time, especially in baseball, because those guys get paid just enormous amounts of money just keep your mouth shut. Like just walk off the field and get them next time, you know? So I, I actually agree with you. I don't think it could be said any better. I just do think that New York sports fans in particular, they could be a little too ruthless. The fans, the fans are being fucking prissy little bitches, but the players shouldn't. So, so are the players, them. right? Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. That's, that's all it is. But at the same time, I do think that, you know, statement is fucking garbage. Like, just be like, yeah, I was being a dick. My bad. Oh, yeah. That statement is complete horseshit. Yeah. It's so fucking stupid, dude. Uh, complete horseshit. Yeah, it is. All right. Uh, what other baseball stuff did you want to talk about? I want to talk about my boy. Chris Sale? Yeah. <laughs> Through an immaculate inning. Oh, Yeah. For those that don't know, an immaculate inning is one, two, three, strikeout, one, two, three, strikeout, one, yep. two, three, strikeout. Yeah. His third 
uh, tying Sandy Koufax as the only two pitchers on record to throw three immaculate innings in their career. Still got plenty of time left. <laughs> um, Red Sox last three immaculate innings have been thrown by Chris Sale. And I wish every inning could be pitched by Chris Sale because whenever anybody else is out there, it looks like fucking dog shit. Really? It's it's not good, Birdie. Ugh, I'm so We're falling sorry. apart. It's going to be a miracle if we hold this wild card spot. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's baseball. <laughs> it's baseball. such it's such a long season. You can start so fucking hot and be like, we got, they got chicken in Philly. Yeah. Right. And then you just fucking fall apart. I like, guess just that's baseball, man. That's why like. <laughs> To me, baseball and hockey are like the two coolest championships because it's truly grueling to get it. You see how we lost the other night? No, I didn't. This this explains the Red Sox over the last couple of weeks. <laughs> Hit me. We're up five three in the ninth. Oh no! The eighth, eighth. Excuse okay, me. Okay, okay. They hit a home run in the eighth. Five four. They hit a home run in the ninth. Five five. Oh no! They got a man on first and second, I believe. Two outs. Mm-hmm. No. Base hit right down the line. Okay. Fair ball. Guys rounding uh, second base runs into. Took a wide turn. Runs into Red Sox second baseman. Oh. Mercado, the runner for the Indians. Oh, Guardians. <laughs> it's okay. It, it's it was, it, it's still we're still in the adjustment period. The IFC. <laughs> I IBC. Wouldn't it be the CBC? Oh yeah, I guess. It's just still <laughs> using the word they got rid of. <laughs> oh, that's the Gonja. Yeah, but anyway, uh, yeah, he rounds the fucking second base, hits our guy out by a country mile at the home at home plate. Mm. A country mile, birdie, without without any alleged interference. Still would have been out by a mile. He goes home after rounding third, knowing he damn well would have been out, and then he gets called out at the plate. Umpire calls interference. Game over. CBC wins. Jesus Christ. Oh, that's... I don't even know what to say, bro. (laughs) I'm so sorry. That's been baseball lately. That's baseball, man. That's baseball. That's fucking baseball. That's all you can say sometimes. You know? Yep. Yep. Our last baseball topic this week. uh, Shohai Otani. Mm-hmm. First Japanese-born player to have 40 home runs and 20 stolen bases in a season, and oh yeah, he's making starts in between. Let's go. The unicorn. Let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. Got it. You love. You love to see it, dude. And I want to go it... to a Japanese baseball game so fucking bad. So bad. Like I've heard, they are so hype. Just another cookie. Oh, I'm so bad. Like, I heard they're so ridiculously hype, and I really want to go to one 
Like really, really, really bad. Though. Don't they have like halftime ceremony, like yeah, spectacles? Like, yeah, like, like I'm innings and yeah, shit. Yeah, I've heard all sorts. Like they do all sorts of crazy. Like they're hype about it there. Like you know, it's still dying here. You know, it's dying here. But I've been told by friends who've lived there for periods of time, and like you know, I deal with for my work, like people in the military who are like stationed over there all the time, and they tell me like they still fucking love baseball there. <laughs> they're fucking hype about it and their fucking jerseys are dope the japanese base the what is it the kbo yeah like the osaka tigers and like yeah, the, um i think hiroshima is the like the carp or something like they're just fucking gnarly like the logos are so fucking cool like i want to buy an osaka tigers jersey but like you know i feel like that's weird because i don't really I like the chinichi dragons Dude, there's it, there's just so many. Like this website kept like sending me emails to like buy them, and I would look at them. I'd be like, dude, even if this wasn't a real team, I would still buy this shit because it's so fucking fly. Hiroshima's logo's badass. Yeah, dude, all of them are so fucking lit. I Tokyo, I think Hiroshima is the Giants. Toyo Carp. Yeah, and I think Tokyo is the Giants. Yeah, Tokyo is the Giants. And the, look at the Osaka Tigers one. Yeah, their logo's dope. It's so I'm fucking looking at the ridiculous. league right now, bro. Like, NPB. It's so fucking ridiculous. Like, th- that logo is amazing, dude. I fucking, yeah. I, I want to go to a Japanese baseball game so fucking bad. Huh. Okay. The soft bank hogs. <laughs> You're still just looking at it? Yeah, bro. <laughs> Yeah, it's fucking lit, man. It's really cool. Um, all right, so we want to talk about basketball, and then there's really nothing for. <laughs> I hockey. thought this team's name was the Ham Fighters, but it's part of the city. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought they were just fighting pigs. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, like, what is a Ham Fighters? We like bullfighting in the streets. It's like bullfighting, but with fucking giant hogs. Yeah, boars. I guess you have to have a giant hog to bullfight. Oh, or do you really though? Because they like wound the fuck out of that bull. Yeah, but you wear the tight pants, you show off the bull. That's so I guess, yeah. I guess we could figure it out then. Yeah. Right. Fucking figure it out. Somebody let me know. Oh man, <laughs> dude, they got Japanese baseball cards. Holy shit! These look amazing. Fucking I'm a. Googling Japanese baseball cards. Oh my god. <laughs> Don't they look dope? I like the $25 colored Chinese Mark McGuire card. Yeah. <laughs> Mark McGuire card that's clearly colored with a fucking colored pencil. Bro, 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 please tell me that this is a fucking mascot for Japanese a japanese baseball team i'm sending it to you right now in text please hold i know this is bad podcasting just bear with us sometimes we get distracted it's okay. yeah look like you're here we're an hour and 17 minutes into this thing you're not going anywhere let's yeah if you're still here you're not leaving yeah yeah. please look at the picture (laughs) i just sent you if that is a mascot holy fucking shit how amazing is that it's either a mascot or a super fan and either way i'm (laughs) yeah i'm I'm fucking on board (laughs) dude looks like randy savage (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh man, that's so dope. We gotta go to Japan and go to like just go to all the baseball games. Yeah, I'm. I'm yeah, I'll go to Japan and only go to baseball. Games. Dude, I will literally be like an American journalist covering Japanese baseball for a job. Like that would be just fucking incredible. I bet there's a market. I, there's gotta be. Like there are American journalists for like the KHL in Russia. If that exists, there's gotta be something for Japanese baseball. We'll get on it. And then we'll do the podcast from Japan. So it'll be like a day early every week. Uh, <laughs> all right. Let's do, let's do some basketball. Let's do some basketball. There's really not much for basketball and hockey, so we can kind of do those real quick and then get the fuck out of here. Unless you had a break you wanted to do. I can throw in a break. You yeah, want to do a little break? Yeah, let's throw in a little break. Not much of a break. And then we'll do NBA basketball real quick. We'll get the fuck out of here. All right. Well, I got a broken record. Uh-oh. She, God damn. <laughs> this dude has got to be getting some sort of grant from a university. You know what I mean? Like, this guy's got some sort of federal government loan that he's been given. Who, just... David Kay? <laughs> of Blackpool, England? Oh. We got a new, oh, we got a new hoss on the block? A British man bounced more than 10 miles on an inflatable ball to set a Guinness World Record and raise money for charity. From Blackpool? Yep. Wow, good for him. It just, it looks like Randy from South Park bouncing on his balls. <laughs> Smoking pot in front of the cop. So now, Blackpool is known for their festival of lights and the guy who bounced 10 miles on a, on a ball. Yes. On a little red inflatable ball. They must be so proud of him. Like, you know the one I'm talking about where you yes. sit and hold the handle and you bounce? Of yeah, course, yeah. yeah. 10 miles, buddy. <laughs> of course, that's... Oh my god. My I mean, favorite part of the ensemble he had was the guy in front of him, his sweeper. And dude, that guy could have been in the Olympics for curling with how hard he was sweeping for this guy. <laughs> he swept a path for 10 miles while this guy bounced on his ball so Good that he didn't god. get like a tack or like a rock right. the ball or anything. Right. But this guy just that's the real hero. Yeah, you're fucking right. That's the Hollywood of, yeah, of that that's situation. The, that's the Jonathan Hollywood Hannon to this guy's David Rush. Right. Yeah, absolutely. It's, is his name David as well? David K. What's up with David's? Well, this David. This David here is an Idaho man who moved 133 thumbtacks <laughs> between boards in one minute. Jesus Christ. All right. Look, I'm calling it out. David K's record is a little more um, impressive than most of the David Rush records. Far more impressive. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, Birdie. We just need to fucking suck it up and beat one of his records, and that's how we get him on the show. Oh, my God. you're. Have you actually said that out loud before? I think. I don't think you have, dude, because it's such a brilliant idea I would remember. I've said it out loud in my car for sure. You, Yeah, I don't think you've said <laughs> it to me. And we need to do that. We just need to go through the ones we've talked about on the show and figure out which one we can beat. Because every time somebody beats one, he resets his own record. That's what we do. We just so at keep, the very least, we just keep he'll... upping the ante on that record until he gets so pissed off, and we're like, "We well, can come on the show and we'll stop." Come on the show and do a one-on-one -on -one competition. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just come on the. If come you just on come the on the show, show let we'll us stop. interview you. We'll stop. 
people stop that's all we want that's all we want is we, just, <laughs> we just want to hang out with you dude we just want your process we just want to party with you <laughs> party at the goat house oh my god okay but yeah he moved 133 tacks in one minute the previous record was 83 set by Andre Ortolf and of Germany, another serial record breaker. So Andre Ortolf, David Rush, and David K. They all got to get in a room, and we just need a Zoom meeting with us. Yes, absolutely. I just wanted them just to have, all talk I about the process. Questions. Yeah, I just have questions. Like, how do you just select this record? How long do you train for this record? Do you work? How many attempts it? does it take? Yeah, right. what do you do for what do you do yeah. for work? What do you do for fun? You know, like break records. Yeah, like is this a hobby or is this a lifestyle? Is there like some sort of culture around do this lifestyle that I don't do know it? about? Like, you know, like are there forums where you guys meet and like talk about stuff and like you know share your findings? Like, what the fuck? I need to know. I need to know. <sighs> I need to know. Okay. Good mid show break. Yeah, let's get back. I to swerved you there. A you couple did. Times. You did a little bit. Nice job. <laughs> nice job. All right. So basketball. It's not much in basketball or hockey. So we'll just kind no. of pass right through these. Yeah. Um. Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia guard. If you want to call him a guard, wants out of <laughs> Philly. Reportedly wants to be traded to one of three California teams, which I, in my own mind, have narrowed down to the Warriors, Clippers, or the Lakers because nobody wants to go to Sacramento. Meech himself, the only person I know from Sacramento, desperately tried to get out. Well, there's other. There's one other person. This and that being? The Golden State Killer. Mm. Well, then we got to add Richard Ramirez and Dickie Chase. <laughs> I'm saying the only people I know from Sacramento are serial killers and Meech. <laughs> <laughs> and Meech isn't even from Sacramento. And I don't think most of those serial killers are from Sacramento either. So I don't really I know. know anyone. I know Dickie Chase and Richard Ramirez are. I thought Richard Ramirez grew up in Texas. Did he? Yeah, I'm pretty sure Maybe. he grew up in Texas. I, and I know Richard Chase. to California. Did. So, yeah, and I don't know where... Uh, what's his name? Joseph. Um, JJ D'Angelo. Yes. Joseph D'Angelo. That's his fucking name. Thank you. I don't know where he was born. I can't remember, but I don't think it was in Sacramento. We've gotten off topic. What's going on with Ben Simmons? (laughs) He wants out of Philly. He requested a trade today and said he would not be attending training camp. I saw someone posted a meme that was like his NBA 2K22 rating, and it was like three or something like that. <laughs> and I just like geeked the fuck out. <laughs> he wants out of Philly. Okay. Yeah, he wants out. What did um, he say? What's his reasoning? Has he said anything? Uh, it's bit. He basically hates it there. It's been fractured for a long time. Uh, yeah, I was just hoping he might have said something hilarious. That's there's all. a report three or four months ago that, like, uh, Stephen A. Smith actually had uh, said he had a text message from somebody really close mm-hmm. to the situation, like, three or four months ago that said things were going to blow up and that, like, Philly was done with Ben Simmons and Ben Simmons was done with Philly and then it's, like, beyond repairing. 
And here we are, right, like a couple months before the season, and he's asked for a trade. <sighs> That's exhausting. Fans seem done with him too, though. Like I, it, yeah. When all these questions came up before, it was like Embiid or Simmons. Who would you take? It's like Embiid. Yeah, Embiid all is day. clearly the answer. Yeah, he's been the answer since they've had both. Like the entire time they've had both of them, he's been better. I'm pretty sure Injuries we have you not. you on record saying that months ago. Probably. Like months ago. Probably. Either way, Ben Simmons wants out of Philly. Uh, another source I saw said that he would be open. The only other place to be open and going to is Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Because he is friends with Carl, oops, excuse me, Carl Anthony Towns and D'Angelo Russell. Also, Anthony Edwards, the first overall pick of the draft last year is shares the same agent as ben simmons so it'd be four people there that he has a connection to right yeah i think the sixers should lock him up for another six or seven years i'd love to play ben simmons a bunch of times a year again Um, last bit of basketball here. The Bucks owner, Mark Lasbury, reveals heated confrontation with Mike Budenholzer, uh, the coach for the Bucks. What a name, by the way. Budenholzer? Budenholzer. Yeah. It sounds good. like something a German would say describe to describe a sex act. He hit you her with I, the Budenholzer. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, he hit get her in the Budenholzer, yeah. Let me go on the door and pull it out my sound, boot and hold It sir. sounds like a euphemism that a German would use for a butthole. Oh, yeah, right in the <laughs> boot and hole, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start saying it all the time, like, oh, dude, I was, like, knee deep in that dude's boot and holzer. Sorry, I got us all I go to my here. local sex shop and ask if they have a, a boot and holzer. <laughs> Uh, yeah. is he any, what is that any, uh, I, I don't know i just heard it and i thought it would be here yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got any holzer around um try to figure out what it is go to a restaurant order a holzer. <laughs> can i yeah bitch can i get a uh you know can i just I, get a holzer. you know, you know that, that game you ever, you ever seen that david cross bit where he talks about playing the yeah bitch game yeah bitch yeah where you go to a restaurant and anytime your waiter comes up this is what you do. So they're like, they're like, Hey, you know, my name's Todd. Like, what can I get? What kind of drink can I start you with tonight? You go, yeah, bitch. Can I get a uh, pink lemonade? <laughs> and you just try to see how long and you can say don't. it before yeah. they catch it. <laughs> yeah. bitch, can I get a boot and holes or uh, yeah, bitch, can I get some nachos and uh, some chicken wings? You know, my dad likes <laughs> to go through uh drive throughs and uh-huh. do the, uh, he'll like say something that sounds like you can't make it out. And then when they keep asking, like, like what did you say? And you're just like, yeah, can I get a can of rims on the side? Yeah. And then you like, you say something real, but like with the whopper on the number two. <laughs> and yeah, that's that's. I mean, the one. catch with the yeah bitch game is that, and if then you, get you never caught, pull you have to up. Tip. Yeah, that's like true. crazy. You never, that this you get caught, you just back out. <laughs> yeah, I was in cookout you never go the through other the night window. and ordered like fifteen dollars worth of food, and then realized I didn't have my wallet, so I had to just dip. I felt really bad about it. Yeah, it was high. So, all right, I got us, I got us off track again. I'm doing it all night. I'm just doing it all night. So the tracks. What happened? (laughs) Nice. So what happened with the with the Bucks? 
There was a dispute. Uh, so yeah, so their owner, I really just had like kind of, I kind of think he looks like an asshole for this. I was curious what your thoughts about it were. Yeah. Uh, this was the owner's quote. He was on a radio station, I think. Oh boy. I remember after game two of the Eastern Conference semifinals, the Nets game, I think it was, we lost by whatever, 30 or 40. Uh, Lassery, the billionaire CEO and co-founder of the equity firm Avenue Capital Group, said during his visit on the Tampering Podcast on Monday. Podcast. Okay. And quote, and I go in the locker room after the Bucks lost 125 to 86. I look at Bood, Bud, Bood, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck happened? Like, what I, how do you, how does this happen? And he goes, Mark, we're just going to break down film. We're going to go back and we're going to figure it all out. Emotions run high after games like that. So I, it was nice to see that Budenholzer had a, like Budenholzer in parentheses. Right. Budenholzer had a positive response when I came in there like that. Why are you coming in there like that? Yeah. They know, dude. They're the ones on the court. Yeah. Like, no. I get it. You have you have pressure. Like, the, it's your team. It's your image. You're the one that's, like, you own it. But they fucking know. They don't need the owner of the team coming into the locker room after a loss and going, what the fuck happened? Yeah, to Why me, don't you guys to play me, better? To me, that's, like, that could be, like, a phone call or, like, even maybe a meeting you have with the coach the next day. Like, in the and morning. And just the coach. Right. And just the coach. You don't do that in front of the players. You just in fucking... In the locker room after the game. I mean, let's let's talk about it on base level, dude. Let's talk about it on base level. One, you are now potentially undermining the coach in front of in the front players. In front of the team. So, like, they're going to have a hard time following him as a leader, which, regardless of what anyone thinks, is actually still important. Like, Super I know, important. especially in the NBA, I know the players have all this Granted. agency and stuff, but, like... Honestly, like too has a great reputation with players and everything. Right, but it's like agreed. Your point stands. Yeah, like players, like it is something you just see. Like players do fall in line. There's something weird about athletes. It's probably because they've been conditioned to do it their entire lives. They do like fall into a leadership structure, even when you know they're like the biggest names. They still like will fall into that kind of paradigm. You know, how often in football do you hear, "Oh, that coach has lost the locker room." Right. And I mean, in any sport, in any sport, year. dude, in right. any sport. Yeah. Like, and your job as a GM is to, you know, not necessarily support the coach, but you don't want to like openly trash the coach. You don't go walk into the locker room and trash him after a playoff. Yeah. Yes. Like one of like, like I, you said, that's something you do. If you want to do that. Yeah. Fine. It's your right to do that. But Absolutely. you do that behind closed doors, not yeah. in front of the fucking players. And it doesn't even have to be in, in the like, in person like you could do it over the phone if you want you you can have a meeting with them the next morning if anything it definitely doesn't need to happen that night you know what i mean like just sleep on it for like like i don't know i just seen i remember the other part somebody being like you know it was like some playoff game and the coach was doing something crazy like benching some player and the gm it was like an interview in a documentary and the gm was like i mean at this point i can't go down there and tell him how to coach you know what I mean? He's like, I can't right. do that. And that's like, yeah, that's a solid GM. You and know? you know what that led to as well? Hmm. It led to reports from media that were outside the locker room that Budenholzer was on thin ice if the Bucks didn't win the play, if didn't go deep in the playoffs. 
And yeah. then you have that narrative going around. Like that happened. I'm not saying that's a thing that can happen. Yeah, but like yeah it's just like the narrative is now out there. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like there's just so many reasons not to do that. And the fact that yeah. you're like, nope, not many people knew this happened. I only heard about this because he went on this fucking podcast and talked about it. Like you right. just seem like an asshole. It going didn't need, and... I agree with you. Yeah. You're a fucking dick for doing that. It shouldn't happen in the first place. And the fact you're like, almost bragging about it yeah it's it's not a good look dude and also you know what man like i think we talked about this last week could have been a couple weeks ago like a gm's job also some of the times is to kind of like coach the team through force in the sense that you'd be like no 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 no. like this is how we're gonna do it tonight you know like you have that right like and i'm totally fine with you doing that but you do that behind fucking closed doors right like that's all you know like one more thing i obviously didn't listen to that whole interview on the podcast i'm just grabbing this quote from it but like i so it could have been misconstrued maybe he's talking about like oh but despite that we still got through it and won a championship right there could be a tail end to that quote either way it didn't need to happen in the first place and that's the main reason like main reason i grabbed it here but the second part still stands too like it's why did why are you going around on podcasts talking about it yeah you really shouldn't and you know, I mean, to me, like the thing that stands even more is like, even if you are giving them the benefit of the doubt after the fact in that moment, you did something stupid as fuck, right. <laughs> you know, you went into right. the locker room and said some shit, you know, like you shouldn't have like, that's not the time or place, dude. Exactly. Yeah, but that's, that's all I got for basketball this week. Okay. Well, the only real news in hockey is the, um, Couturier deal. Sean Couturier. And I don't even have the deal in front of me because I'm terrible at my job. But I do remember reading it and being like, that's a fucking steal. Sean Couturier, eight years, $62 million extension with the Philadelphia Flyers. So that's what, $7 million a year, right? Yeah, just about. Yeah. A little more, seven and a half. Yeah, that's, I mean, most people would probably say that's two to three million under what he deserves. So that's, I mean, that's less than, um, it's under eight annually. Right. Exactly. I think which is it's less solid than for a... Giroux's fucking cap hit. It is, you know? Yeah, exactly. So it's like, that's, I mean, that's a, that's probably the one good move they've made all fucking in the past year, <laughs> you know, holy shit. I'm kind of shocked, but it sounds like to me, Couturier just really wants to be in Philly. That's what it sounds like to me. I don't know why, but... Maybe he's a Philly guy. I mean, you know the type. I'm just going to put this out there, and I'm not saying Sean Couturier does this, but you can get nitrous very legally in Philly. So you can have a lot of fun in Philly. Just huffing nitrous, eating cheesesteaks. Yeah, you can grab cops' asses and get arrested, <laughs> like Quad Giroux did. Holy shit! I totally forgot about that. You forgot all about that? <laughs> yeah, he I got did. drunk and like sexually assaulted a male police officer. Yeah, when was that? Like, probably like seven or eight years ago now. Yeah, that was like 2014 or 13, right? Yeah, around there. I probably com- 14. I completely forgot about. It. I shouldn't laugh about it because he literally did sexually harass someone. But, um, <laughs> Just like I, I just completely forgot that that happened. They got thrown in the drunk tank, I think. Yeah, well, well, you know, Philly is uh, Philly. 
get grabby sometimes in Philly. Like I said, n- nitrous and cheesesteaks, man. Hell of a time. <laughs> Ugh. Okay. Nitrous cheesesteak and birds football. Go birds. Go birds. Go birds. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. There's probably some other hockey news that I'm forgetting about, but I just don't care. We've done an hour and 38 minutes. <laughs> eggs. Go eggs. That's what I forgot about eggs. Why did he call them the Eags? I don't know. It's so weird. He called them the Eags and the Patriots. <laughs> Mel Gibson's the Patriot. <laughs> I mean, Eags, it's like he's trying to say egg, but he has a speech impediment. <laughs> the Eags. The, the or he's like, he's like, out in victory. He, li- he lives, he's like a New Zealander saying Eags. Oh yeah, you need a dozen Eags. <laughs> oh that's good too jesus christ uh love Hour you beach. 39 love you beach all right let's get the fuck out of here bro thanks for following us or well, thanks for following us thanks for listening oh, wait. yeah uh, i'll do it at the top of the show next week nobody made it this far <laughs> all right well uh yeah follow us on all the socials it's instagram twitter twitch and youtube and now ColorCast. it's all stone sports podcast i think the color cast is something different right no, the Twitter's different. Now, what's the Twitter? It's at stoned underscore podcast. Okay, there we if go. If you still start, you can still search Stone Sports Podcast. We'll come up. up. At, yeah. The at is just different. Word. All right, well, uh, let's get the fuck out of here, bro. Say goodbye. Word. Peace. Lightest.